Welcome, guys and gals of the Man Talk Show. I'm Connor Beaton, and today we are going to talk about how to face failure, how to learn from it, how to grow from it, the different types of failure and how it shows up, and basically how we can leverage failure. Because the, the reality is, is that failure is a universal constant, right? Every single human being in existence who has ever lived in some capacity has failed. You know, even even when you look at the stories of you know, some of the most quote unquote enlightened beings in the universe, Jesus Christ, Muhammad, um, the the Buddha, you know, Gautama Buddha, all, all of those individuals, there, you know, there's stories of some form of failure in their life. So no one is above reproach when it comes to failure. No one's above reproach when it comes to suffering. And this isn't to say that 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 knowledge should somehow alleviate our suffering. You know, sometimes People want to compare failures and be like, oh, my business fell apart, but that's okay because, you know, and they and then they look at and they compare their failure to someone else's and they say, well, it's not as bad as theirs. And really, that's a that's a way of like failure bypassing. You know, a lot of people don't learn lessons from failure because they failure bypass. And it's one of the worst freaking things that they can do. So if you're listening to this podcast, look at your life right now, look at the failures in the past couple of years and and really take stock and account of where you may have failure bypassed in the past. Where have you in the past failed in some capacity professionally in your relationship with your kids um, and where you have just bypassed that failure and you haven't learned any lessons from it. You haven't you know, really taken the time to dig into it. And you've just kind of said like, ah, it wasn't that bad or it's not bad compared to so-and-so's failure. So one of the reasons why I'm bringing this up is because somebody reached out on Instagram and uh, basically said, hey, look, I'm going through this really challenging time. Um, I've had this, you know, my, my business is struggling. My marriage is struggling. I don't know what to do. How do you deal with failure? Because right now I feel like I can't seem to manage it at all and it's crushing me. And so the first thing that I that I want to address is that there's three types of, tr- of failure, really. Uh, and and Things fail when when one of these three things happens. So one, something falls apart or fails that's out of our control, okay? So something that's out of our control. So we have no ability to influence or impact this thing that has failed, right? This is the examples of this are, are when, you know, people leave us too soon, whether they take their life or, or their life is, is taken by cancer or some sort of accident or something like that. Uh, another example of this is, you know, you, you walk out to your car and it's been sideswiped, somebody's hit it and you've been in a hit and run or, you know, they've, somebody's broken into your car. Some, these, these types of instances where something has happened to you in a degree that you could not have prevented it in any way. Now, one of the biggest challenges with this one that we'll get to later on is that people tend to fixate on on failures that are out of their control and trying to find a way uh, that they could have prevented it. And it usually keeps people stuck for a very long time. It also keeps them from healing through it, you know, if they've lost someone. And it also keeps them and prevents them from from ultimately learning the lessons that are provided within that space. Now, the second type of failure is is when things fall apart that are in our control. So these are bad decisions, poor choices, ignoring our, our gut and intuition. I'll get in that in a second. And the third space is when both of those things happen. <laughs> when you're sort of smacked down by life uh, and things that are out of your control fall apart while simultaneously you've made some pretty shit choices and that's caused some some hiccups in your life, some failures in your life. So these are really the three ways that failures happen in our life. 
And the reason why this matters is because they actually produce different responses within us. So how we then face those failures is, is important. So when things fall apart that are out of our control, it usually in some way, shape or form, it makes us question our existence. And we can see this, you know, for the listeners that are out there, when you've had an experience of losing someone too soon, you know, whether they've taken their own life or, uh, you know, they've, they've passed away before you had a chance to, to say goodbye to them in some capacity or, you know, a health issue happened or an accident happened. That's, that's fundamentally just completely out of our control. And it, and it has this sort of existential impact on us where we really start to question our own existence and we start to question what we actually have control of in our life. And this is a, a very, very important time because it teaches us some of the fundamental lessons of existence while simultaneously showing us one of the most mysterious parts of life, which is the reality that there are certain things and certain inevitabilities that we literally have no control over. And as human beings, we are often looking for a way to manage and control everything. But when we can come to terms with this reality, with this realization that that there are certainly parts of our life, of our existence that we have no control over, it provides us with an actual deep sense of freedom because it means that there are other forces outside of our life, outside of our own control that are at work that are going to impact things. Now, the important thing is to know where the line is between the things that we can influence and control and the things that we can't. So in this space, when things fall apart that are completely out of your control, uh, you know, whether it's the car accident, whether it's the health thing, whether it's whatever it is, to be able to take a step back and actually deploy acceptance, to sort of surrender into the experience and execute on allowing what life is trying to teach us. And that might be forgiveness. That might be processing through grief. That might be for forgiving life or the universe or God or our, you know, our friends or our family for leaving us too soon, whatever that is. But to be able to allow that experience to happen um, and, and, and simultaneously to be able to learn from the direction that life is trying to point us in. Secondly, when things, when things sort of fall apart that are within our control, Okay, and now we're shifting gears on the next one. When things fall apart that are within our control, it actually makes us question our choices, our decisions, and our decision-making process. Now, this is very, very important because how we make choices is actually an evolutionary process. So if you imagine um, that, that certain species over hundreds and thousands of years will evolve and they will adapt based on their environment and they will, they will evolve uh, different features. You know, their, their eyes will evolve, their hearing will evolve, their, you know, their, their teeth and dental structure will evolve. Our choices and decision-making making pro process and matrix is actually the same way. It's not a stagnant thing unless we don't learn from our choices. And so the important thing here is to know that choices and our ability to choose is an evolutionary process. So how do we actually allow that evolution to happen? Well, first, when things fall apart because of our choices, we need to be able to take a step back and ask ourselves why that failure happened. Did that failure happen because we chose from ego? 
that it happened because we were sabotaging and we had a limiting belief that told us that we didn't deserve that relationship or that, you know, business opportunity or that, you know, what, whatever, fill, fill in the blank for whatever the failure is. Uh, were we avoiding what we knew to be true? Were we ignoring data and facts, right? Did, did we know what was right and we just ignored it because we were being too stubborn? Or were we just simply ignoring our own intuition? Were we ignoring our gut? Uh, in the decision-making process. And somehow we rationalized ourselves into the wrong decisions, again, because of ego, because we're trying to impress someone, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So if we want to speed up that evolutionary process, what we do is we take a step back when failure happens. And we actually look at the whole situation and we say, okay, what did I have control over? What could I influence directly in my choices and my decisions? And for all the things that we couldn't control, for all the things that, that we couldn't choose, we, we learn to forgive, we learn to uh, allow, we learn to accept, and, and we actually question then the mystery of life. What does that actually mean? And, and for many people, it's in this space that they find a sense of faith, whether it's religious or whether it's spiritual or whether it's, it's just a, 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 a sort of allowing this this mystery of life to unfold, this sort of joker that, sh- that shows up and plays pranks on us in our life. And, and we start to allow that. But for the things that we can control and for the areas that we have chosen, uh, we start to learn why we made those choices in the first place. And when we can understand why we made those choices in the first place without shame, without shame, because this is, and this is a caveat I want to put in, I see so many men, far too many men, they figure out why they made a bad choice, why they made the wrong choice and and it led to failure. And they use that realization as a weapon of punishment. So they, they then start to punish themselves for having made that decision rather than learning the lesson. And it keeps them stuck in this sort of state of purgatory where they are flogging themselves. They're sort of whipping themselves mentally and emotionally, um, maybe sometimes physically, through drinking, through drugs, through whatever. Um, they, they actually use that as a form of punishment to, 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 to shame themselves. And it keeps them stuck for a very, very long time. So one of the things that we can do is notice when we're in that space of realizing that we've made a wrong choice and, and using that, that mistake, that failure, that error as a means of self-punishment and self-deprecation. And we can move into a space of saying, okay, how do I heal through this? How do I forgive myself for making this choice? What do I need to learn from this mistake so it doesn't happen again so that I can continue to evolve? I can continue to evolve my choices to become better, healthier, stronger, faster, smarter, and more intelligent in my decision-making process. Because it is in that space where we start to evolve uh, in, in our ability to have success, in our ability to have more successful and intimate relationships, in our ability to uh, make more money financially because we start to learn what what our sabotage mechanisms are. And finally, uh, if both of those things happen, if life seems to collapse around you and you have an experience where you have made a bunch of bad decisions that have led you, you know, sort of into the abyss, into the rock bottom of life. And life has also simultaneously provided you with an ass kicking uh, where things out of your control have fallen apart. It's in that space where where we really are are given the opportunity to to deploy kindness in within ourselves, you know, and and to be able to 
to ask life what it is trying to teach us, to ask ourselves and our gut and our heart and our intuition what we are meant to learn in this space and and how we can actually be kinder to ourselves because inevitably we have probably been lying to other people, avoiding things in our life or lying to ourselves in some capacity. And that lie maybe is is even just like the self-deprecating, self-sabotaging narrative and story of I'm not good enough. I don't deserve this success or this relationship. And that belief has led us down that path. And so from this place of rock bottom, we can sort of use that bottom as a proverbial trampoline to propel us towards success. If we are courageous enough, if we are strong enough and brave enough to, to uh, use that that failure, that catastrophic failure as a means to learn some of our ultimate and greatest lessons. And my friends, what I can tell you is that that is what has gotten me to where I am today. I failed catastrophically in my life. Life fell apart around me. Um, life provided <laughs> the brutal realization that there were things outside of my control that I could never influence. And when my life started to fall apart in that way, I was met with the very stark realization that some of the failures in my life were a direct uh, direct correlate to my choices and my decisions. And I started to realize that some of my decisions had consequences that I could never repair, never. As smart, as charismatic, as funny, as intelligent, as much as I tried, I would never be able to repair the, 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 the consequences of my actions and decisions. And I was also met with the realization that life, can sometimes uh, do the exact same thing. It can it can provide a situation or a space that I can that I can do nothing about, that I could never have prevented, that I could never repair. That it is just it's just there, and there's a permanence to it, much like death. There's a permanence to it that we get to to learn from, and in that permanence, we we meet the dichotomy of life. Right? We meet we meet a certain part of life that we need to be able to learn from and embrace. Otherwise, we will always be afraid of that permanence, of that, the sort of the face of death, right? We'll always be afraid of it. So that's what I have for you today. My, I, please, man it forward, uh, lady it forward, woman it forward, share this episode with just one person who you know could could use listening to it. Um, don't forget to leave us a rating and review. It goes a long way. And if you found this topic helpful, please reach out to me. You know, Share it on Instagram, tag me. I'd love to give you a shout out and, and tag you back. Um, but reach out to me and let me know that this landed for you. So thanks very much. Have a great day. And until next week, this is Connor Beaton signing off.